Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Is this Sarah? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. good. Yeah, it was so fun to see Emily, and she's still excited. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good job. <laughs> I know. Well, and our ribbon cutting was at three wagon tails. Wagon tails. Yeah, I figured because yeah. I saw Dave posted something. Okay. I thought, how was that? It was really good. It um, was well attended. There was probably about 25 people from the chamber there, and he just talked about how passionate he is about animals, and it was good. So, of course, I thought of you. (laughs) Yeah, he's single? He's becoming single, yeah. He's in the middle of the doors. Aha. I didn't realize that. Anyway. Hi, it's Char. Hi, Char. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Good. Oh, my gosh. you got exciting things going on. You know what? Isn't it? Yeah. Gives me reasons to get out of bed. <laughs> I 
Love it. I have been enjoying watching all your posts on Facebook. I'm like, oh, she's making it happen. It's, it's, yeah, it's happening. Put um, put a nasty ex going through a nasty divorce under my butt. It makes me even want to be more successful. <laughs> not only is he going to miss me. Yeah, not only is he going to miss me, he's got to kick himself in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! (laughs) Don't mess with the scorn woman. I'll say that. (laughs) Yeah, he's telling. It's just, it's not funny at all. But he's telling people that I used him for money. Oh, give me a break! My business is doing better than ever. But okay, I I thought it was because you were so great in bed, but. (laughs) I'm sorry. That is so totally inappropriate. I'm sorry. Oh no, my gosh, totally totally you clearly don't know me. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I love it. Is Jillian on? Yep, I'm here. How are you, my dear? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Okay, so Jules is on, and then Jolena, are you on? Not yet. I know Melissa can't join us today. Amy, are you on? All right. Well, I like to get started right away, and we have so much information to cover today. I truly want to go ahead and get started. Um, just because I want to honor those of you who are on time. So what we're going to cover today is I'm going to give a recap of the sustainable growth system just so you guys know why I'm having you do all these activities because it's not just random that I'm selecting you to do one activity and then we're going on to the next activity. There's a reason and a strategy behind it. And so at the beginning of each call, I want to remind you of the overall way in which we're moving forward so you guys know where all of these different activities fit in the system. And then from there, I want you guys to share with one another from a high-level perspective what surfaced during your life work. So, Shar, I just want to give you the flow for a second. Will you explain to everyone why we're calling it life work versus homework? Um, yeah, because... There we go. I got it on my headset. Um, Because we are really just helping make connections with where you're at. I mean, everything to this point that has happened to us is our programming, what's happened to us is our normal programming. And so it's really, truly life work of connecting the dots of why you're programmed a certain way. And, And, you know, you have to acknowledge it first before you can change it. Yep. All right. So... We thought it was appropriate to call it life work versus homework, so I wanted to share that. And then from there, we'll go into our wins, our opportunities, and obstacles, just so we have an opportunity to share insight with one another. There might be something that you share that you're struggling with that someone else says, oh, my gosh, you know, you should consider or there's an opportunity for you to connect to somebody else because of opening up and sharing with the group. So, Um, At the very end of the call, we'll explain what the next assignment is, and then from there we'll wrap up sharing our ahas and anything that you want to take away and implement from being on the call. Before I delve into the 
details here of the call. I'm going to give an opportunity for anyone else who's joined since I started to speak up. So I don't know if Jolena, are you on by chance? Yep, I made it on. Sorry about that. How are you, dear? I'm better today. Good. Good, good, good. And then Amy, are you on by chance? Okay. With that, then what I want you guys to do is if you're in front of a piece of paper, put a circle in the center of the paper and then a circle around the circle. Some of you guys have gone through this already with me, but I want to remind you what we're striving to ultimately achieve. So inside that first circle, I want you to put the word inspiration. And then in between the first circle and the second circle, I want you to write aspiration. And then outside of the circle, I want you to write vision. Then from inspiration to vision, go ahead and create two lines that are parallel with each other that look like a bridge. So we're connecting vision and inspiration together, and we're making what appears to be a bridge on a piece of paper, but I'm going to give you some insight and make this 3D in just a second. So what we've done thus far is we have created the bridge, right? When we did the seven categories, when I had you guys go through each of those seven different categories and, and determine what it is that you needed, the reason I had you do that is because I want you to sustain your inspiration. And I know if you're worn out, if you're tired, if you're off your track in any shape or form, it can shut down that energy that comes from within your heart, which is connected to source, whatever that definition is for you, that's neither here nor there. So what we want is to keep that flow going and keep you open to receiving all that's possible as you stay inspired. Obviously, your vision that you have for your life in the future comes from source comes from your inspiration, and so we want to keep those two things connected. Your no matter what for 2015 lie into the aspiration section of this chart, right? That's not going to be where your vision ends. Obviously, we're just building momentum, right? We're, we're trying to get from 2015 and ensure that 2015 aligns with your long-term vision. So, now you're going to actually make this 3D. So I, if you guys will bear with me here, take your fingers and bring them to your thumbs, so both hands, so you're creating goose eggs. So if you were to look through these, you know, there would be two goose eggs here. We're going to combine your hands, so bring them together, and I want you to bring, it's almost like a telescope, up to your eyes.
Hello? Okay, I'm just mute. I can't hear you. Just power dialing back in. <laughs> I thought we were sitting here meditating or something. I know. I'm <laughs> I know. Thinking. Okay. Oh, sorry about that, you guys. It's okay. I don't know what happened. We were just back hey, anyway. for just a while. <laughs> there you go. So we got the telescope up to our eyes. The light at the end of the tunnel is our vision. Your tunnel is the seven different categories of your life, and and when we keep those working together, they're not going to be completely balanced ever. But when we keep them working together, we keep our inspiration and our vision protected, and the lens in which we're looking through is the way in which we see ourselves. So it's how you see your brand. So I want you personally to be inspired by your personal brand and the brand that you represent when you're out in the world interacting with others, presenting your company. Because however it is that you see your brand is ultimately going to be how other people see it. Even in small talk, in conversation, things that you're saying here and there, it starts to build a brand, an image. And so we want to work internally on getting our inspiration connected to how it is that we see our brand so when we're communicating with others, others can be inspired by our brand because that's what sells. We buy when we hear the why behind the what. And I'm not going to go into all the details of that right now because I really want to stay laser-focused on what we're creating. Where you're at right now within your tunnel is the present moment. What we had to deal with is behind us in this tunnel. And the reason we had to deal with it is because I want you to realize that whatever it is that's behind you actually created momentum and created structure and helped mold you into who it is that you are today and is going to help you get where you're going even that much faster if you find ways for it to help you. And so, Jolena, what you posted last night in um, the Facebook group was just perfect because it was like that's exactly what I'm wanting for this exercise to do is to help us connect the dots. How has our past helped us instead of hinder us? Because believe me you, we all have a thought story, uh, truly. I mean, it's all going to be relevant, obviously, um, because if I dumped my problems out into a pile, Shard dumped her pile of problems out into the room, Sarah, you did the same. Selena, you do the same. Jules, you did the same. I guarantee at the end of the day, we'd all decide that, you know what, if I have to take all of her problems, I think I'll go ahead and keep mine. <laughs> because we're used to what we're dealing with. Right? We we have skills that we have ultimately acquired through the years that help us manage whatever it is that we're going through. So. That's why I wanted you to do this exercise because it truly is the foundation for the momentum that can surface and and allow you to have your vision pull you forward. So I'm going to stop here and have um, any one of you share any insight or thoughts that surface as you listen to this before I have you each individually share what you got out of the activity.
Okay, perfect. So with that, then I'm just going to go around the room. I was talking to Jolena yesterday. I don't want you guys to share anything that you're uncomfortable sharing. You don't need to share more than what feels right to you. And truly to keep us on track, we don't have more than two to three minutes for you to share your insight anyway. So um, with that, I don't think that you'll probably get into too much depth. So what this is intended to do is to kind of wrap up what you learned through this activity and find an inspirational twist to not only inspire us, but to inspire you more importantly. Because the big thing that I consistently see is when we hear other people's stories and all the things they've had to overcome to get where they're at, we're inspired a lot easier by other people's stories than we are our own. So as you're listening, I'm sure you're going to be like, oh my gosh, I had no idea. You know, that's really inspirational. But what I really want for you guys to do when you get off this call is get off the phone and be like, damn, I am something else. I can't believe all that I have overcame. And if I can overcome this, what if I take my strength and apply it with the direction I want to go versus allowing <clears throat> I'm going to take my strength and carve out my path. Okay. So with that, I'm going to turn the call over. I'm going to go ahead and start with Shar as our sponsor with Keller Williams. If you want to go ahead and start, we'll go from there. Um, you, know, you know, I had what's neat about this is that I had thought I had made a lot of connections to get me to where I'm at. And, and I don't want to function too much on dysfunction because I believe what you focus on expands. And if I focus on the dysfunction, I'm just going to keep finding more of it. Um, but it did help me connect some dots on some areas that I had not um, examined. For instance, I'm going through a divorce right now. You guys just heard me earlier talk about what a great fan I am of my husband, great <laughs> the ex-husband. Um, and, uh, um, you know, he's very similar to my children's father, who is my ex-husband. It's like I'm getting an art gallery of ex-husbands here. Um, and it's easy to sit back and point fingers and say, oh, it's them, it's them, it's them. But the common denominator between both of them is me. And so figuring that out and connecting dots and really sitting there and examining why helped me really put some missing pieces into my childhood, figuring out that a lot of that had to do with, it all has to do with childhood. And then also knowing that, you know, when the foundation you know, the foundation creates momentum and structure, and it helps create my skill set. At times when I'm going through struggles or I'm going through what I'm going through right now, to find peace in knowing that this is going to help me, that this challenge is not something I'm, I am prepared for, and to just be more aware of the, of the lessons that I need to learn and also, more importantly to me, is the people I can help while I'm learning the lessons. Hmm. So what was the biggest aha for you through the My mom was a narcissist. My mom was a narcissist. I never made that connection before. And once I got that missing piece, uh, there's an incredible lot of dysfunction. But there were, I had some sisters growing up, and I couldn't understand why a few years ago there was a, a turning on me or what felt like a turning. And, and it all came full circle when I understand the dynamics of a narcissist and when you have a golden child and when you have a scapegoat child and, and, and typically those golden child children grow up to be narcissists too. And so it, 
that was all very healing and also realizing that my definition of what love is, what a relationship looks like, um, isn't isn't healthy. And and not that I ever I don't know what is healthy, kinda of like saying something's normal. Right. But I mean really right. deep, deep soul searching of just you know, like getting it straight and then you know, you have to kind of deconstruct in order to rebuild stronger. And so I feel mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still in the deconstructing phase um, before mm-hmm. I'm going to, and that's what's going to happen this next year is just the rebuilding stronger. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's interesting that you say that because when you create muscle mass in the body physically, of course, when you're lifting weights, you're actually breaking down the cells within that muscle so they can rebuild and become stronger. And your brain, of course, is a muscle, and so it's no different when you start to dissect all this stuff and decompress. You're right. Initially, you feel a little raw, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. But in order to rebuild, you have to be able to do that. It's pretty yeah. insightful to be aware of that. All right. Thank you, one other question I want to ask you before we move on is um, as an outside You guys are breaking out. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm here. I, I, think it, I think Tiffany's going through a mountain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany. She's still there talking to us, probably. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> hmm. Well, does somebody else want to go while we wait for her to yeah. get back on? Hmm. Jolene, do you want to go? Um, I think she was trying to finish a point. I don't want to interrupt her, but um, I don't mind going. I don't know if she was finished with Char. Char That's okay. I have no problem getting out of the way. No, no, I think (laughs) we need to finish. Yeah, she had a question about something, but. I do. I'm so sorry, you guys. You know what? This was a really bad idea. I drove to a park because I wanted to have the scenery. I love, like, being around natural Scenes, and I thought that would be really inspirational and good for me. And <laughs> I don't think this is a good place for me to be because the call keeps dropping. So I promise I won't ever do this again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Char, what I wanted to do real quick is ask you, because from an outsider viewpoint looking in, I mean, you've got your shit together. I mean, I'm like, this woman's on fire. She's making things happen. How have you taken all of the things that you have went through and created structure to have the momentum built up and moving you in a different direction because it's, it is very inspirational for me and I'm sure it is for others on the call as well. Um, you know, a lot of that is who I surround myself with, making sure I'm not, especially right now, I'm not surrounding myself with people who are draining me and I'm balancing out my girlfriend time. And then also, when I have those days, you guys, i got to tell you, it was just two days ago, I pulled in my garage at like 10 o'clock at night, and I sat in my car and cried for half an hour. And, and it's okay to allow yourself those moments of, I just yep. got to let it go. And then when I get out of this car, I'm not going to do that again. So 
Yeah. You know, I, I, that happens. Even the strongest of strong people, you know, you have to have those moments of just letting it go. And, you know, and I remember as I got out of my car and I thought, oh, my God, I am so grateful for everything I have. And I have such a fantastic life and fantastic people and great kids. And, you know, just shake it off because I have so much more going than I don't. But I still think right. that our souls need that. Our souls need a moment of just release of that that energy, the bad, because if you keep yeah. it inside of you, that's when you get sick. Love it. Okay. Who wants to go next? I think we all nominated Jolene. Oh. Okay, perfect. You're up. Na- the person who nominates <laughs> has to go, but yeah, I will that's go. It. <laughs> I will go. Um, well, this is still kind of fresh, so I, I mean, um, I don't, Char didn't get too detailed, and like Tiffany said, I don't think we have to, but I think in order for me to start accepting some of the things that have happened to me, I need to briefly give you a, a summary. Um, and because I think that once it's out on the table and you have a good support system, it's always helpful. So, and I trust you ladies with all this. But um, so basically, um, I grew up with a long line of abuse um, from my father um, physical, emotional. Um, and verbal abuse, and that just has gone on since I, I was as young as 18 months remembering that. So um, up until I moved out at the age of 17, um, where the physical abuse had stopped, and then the verbal and emotional continued even until just a couple of years ago. So um, dealing with that, and then some, you know, everybody has their their family things, but um, mine, um, for some reason, I still managed to do well in life and school. Um, I was always there really for my siblings. I have a younger brother and sister. And um, a lot of these, um, just in speaking with Tiffany yesterday on our one-on-one, um, realizing that um, the abuse that had occurred, we'd never really dealt with it. So if I didn't have any ways to cope or to understand it. So my reaction in life to most things is a result of that. Um, I, being successful in, I was an athlete, I was a musician, I did, I excelled in everything that I did, and I think I did because I needed to be away from home, so it gave me something to do. Um, I was an all-state runner for track and an all-state musician, and I was an AB student, so who knows how or why, but I, I managed to do okay there. Um, my... My dad, one of the things I remember is I got nominated for All-State as a junior. Or I made All-State. I ran um, for a 400-meter dash and had made districts and then had made it just by the skin of my teeth into the state track meet. And the first thing he said, well, I don't even know why you're going to try because you're not going to be a champion. And that was just kind of common um, in the successes I had. But on the other side of things, mom was kind of my – my warrior and my cheerleader, so she always would correct or try to correct and reverse the things that he'd said. But So um, long story short, he had left. Um, Mom and Dad got divorced when I was 18, and my mom moved away. Um, And in the meantime, I married my prom date uh, from high school and just, you know, understanding that at least he loved me and, you know, we're still married today, but I'm seeing a lot of tendencies of codependency surface as I become more, learning more about who I am, Um, and that's kind of been exciting. Um, 
I always relied on someone else to live and to do different things, and I think that's just because I didn't know any different. Um, and, you know, going into um, getting married, mom wasn't there to see me pregnant or pick out my wedding dress, you know, so I did a lot of the things by myself and um, not really knowing who was really there for me and took custody of my two nieces um, in 2010. Um, we had four kids under four years old. Two of them were ours due to um, methamphetamine used by my brother. And um, then after three years, getting them taken away. Um, and I, so I had been mom for a few years um, to Savannah, who's two, and Natalie, who's eight months. So um, just a lot of things taken away. And, you know, um, through all of this, um, the things that we talked about was, you know, this has affected the belief in myself. I, you know, fear of failure. Um, I things have to be perfect, or I don't start them at all. Um, anxiety about what's next, but the really there's good things that have come out of this too. One is that I've recognized those, but the other side is I've really understood what grace is, and and understanding that that everybody's important in some extent, and to be respectful and love them, no matter what. Um, because everybody hurts in some way, shape, or form, and there's a reason that you're standing in front of them or meet them. So um, just, I don't know, yesterday was a big day talking to Tiffany because I was able to establish that I have some mental barriers because of this, and I have the choice to sit here and think about it or actually act upon it and um, stop being dependent upon my thoughts and my self-talk that's negative and have more belief in myself. So, I don't know, kind of a shortened version, I guess. Well, first of all, I want to thank you for sharing and being courageous enough to share and to be vulnerable. And one of the things that I know for sure about this life work is the more vulnerable you are, the more opportunity you have to heal. So, yeah. thank you for that. Does anyone have any questions for Jolena? Well, I have a question for you, Jolena. So how have you connected the dots from your past to your future from doing this work? Well, I think I talk about paradigms a lot. I told you I'm reading a lot about it. My my belief system is changing, you know, um, in general. I have set certain rules internally in regards to how I work and what I do that are restricting me from moving forward and growing. So um, things like, you know, if it's not perfect, don't start, or if you're not 100% ready to do it, don't do it at all. And those are just things that I've kind of um, lived with, not realizing they were impeding me. So... Um, and then just confidence in myself, you know, I could be doing the greatest job at something um, and being told I'm worthless, actually thinking that sometimes without realizing it. Um, I realize that's not true. So um, it's been able to open up an opportunity for me to really clean the slate and start my thinking processes over. So Love, love that. And why financial advisor? So looking through your past, and the passion you have for what you do, what drew you to this industry? Well, in general, um, we grew up poor, and my family fought most of the time because of that, and I understand it's a real issue. The other side of it is um, 
I truly do want to help people, and you know, I do I do free work sometimes, but um, the idea that I get to hear people's stories and understand them and meet them where they're at, um, and that I can be transparent with them as an advisor, not just tell them what they need to do with their income or insurance, but to really be a person for them. Um, I didn't have that really growing up, and it's so important to have within especially with family, but in our relationships in general. Perfect. Thank you so much, Jolena. And who would like to go next? Oh, don't fight for the hot seat. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care, Sarah, if I put you on the spot? No, nope, I'm fine. Okay. I'm going to go off speaker, though. Okay. Um, so let's see. What did I learn? Well, I've always been pretty aware of how my past impacted my future, but the thing that was cool out of this was I saw it. I discovered some tools that I gained out of that. Um, some resiliency and some strength and some doggedness um, that came from some of the experiences of my childhood. Um, and that was interesting. I also realized that one of my big, we moved a lot and my situation changed constantly as a kid. And I have a tendency to just think, oh, well, I can do over. I can just start over. So if something isn't going well, sometimes I'll just walk away from it and start some, the same thing in a new spot. And I hadn't connected those. And I think that's that's a problem for uh-huh. me. And I need to go understand that. And watch those, watch when I do that, and instead of trying to just, yeah, I'll do it again, I need to work with what I have and complete, get completed through there. I think that would be good for me. So the inspiration for Bogo Ball, where did that start within your life? Was it at a young age that you really connected to animals and wanted to make their lives better? Well, no, yes, but I mean, I always had animals in my world. They kind of kept me actually alive in a lot of times, um, but I had no no plans at all. I wanted to be a writer from the time I was four or five until okay. Um, I had no no idea I was going to end up doing anything for animals, and then when I moved to Iowa um, and I realized how tough things sometimes were here for them. I put on a vision board that I wanted to make Iowa a better state for animals. And then a couple of years later, I started a, a nonprofit for animals. And then out of that is where Bogobol came from. I never at any point in my life would have said, oh, I'm going to go start a company and my goal is to grow to half a billion dollars in sales a year. I, that was not any part of who I was or thought I was. So, yeah, there was no plan to this. This was just... Wow. Getting sucked into it, kind of. (laughs) And just so you guys all know, she owns a dog food company that if you buy a bag of dog food, you get to determine if you want to donate a bag of dog food to a shelter of your choice or um, any organization of your choice. And then also on top of that, you have the option to donate money. Is that correct, Sarah? Well, you can, they get, the organizations get to choose whether they want to take, um, so if, if you buy a bag of food, we give either a bag or let the organization choose a cash option. 
So okay. they either get a second bag of food or they can take ten dollars. So okay. we're trying to help. We're trying to hand, help end pet homelessness while also making money. Yep. Okay. Anything else that surfaced for you? Um, no, because like I said, I mean, I have, I'm, I've always been really, really self-aware and very good at tracing lines to experiences and figuring yeah. out how I respond to them now. That's a good and bad thing to have that skill. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can torture yourself with it if you get too deep. But um, it was very interesting to be able to look at it and, as you said, find those strengths that could come from that experience. It depends on how you look at it. I mean, it, it wasn't great to have it happen, but it happened, and so what am I going to make good out of it? So, yeah, that was pretty fun. Good. All right, and Jules, you're up. All right. Well, I have a good shrink, so he kind of did the very similar <laughs> I love things it. a long time ago for me. Um, um Kind of like Sarah moved around a lot. I grew up in a military family, and uh, we moved around all the time um, throughout my childhood. I changed seven schools, I believe, or six schools, five grades, five classes, six, I don't know. We I changed the schools a lot, and I seemed to always be the new kid on the block. Um, and, you know, that kind of provided me with a lot of opportunities to people watch and to learn people from just observing them. Um, And I enjoyed a lot of it. But that also created a lot of self-consciousness problems. And I am very self-aware. Like, I I will never work out in the gym because I cannot go to a gym to work out. I'm not comfortable. Um, Plus, I think all the skinny people should not be there. Um, I mean, it's just inappropriate. If you're that skinny, go somewhere else. Um, <laughs> go eat a burger or ten. So, I mean, but kind of with that, um, going along with that, I always had, I, my mother made a decision for me when I was little to, um, that the man that she remarried is going to adopt me, and she convinced my biological father to, um, give up his parental rights. Um, and my mother is a very persistent woman, and I could see why he did that. Um, but there was always kind of a void that I knew about, um, and it was never addressed. And then when I was about 12 years old, I actually did discover the documents about the adoption and so on and so forth. And I came to my mom, and I was 11 I think maybe 12 and I said well how do I need to how do I call this man now um referring to her new husband the one who I always called my dad and instead of addressing that she kind of just brushed it off and so I always had that feeling that things should just be discarded when they are uncomfortable um and then at the same time, I never felt like a priority to my mother who um, essentially convinced my father to not be in my life. Um, her husband was always her priority, or then my, when my brother was born, and he was always a priority. And to this day, it's a constant battle over um, I'm right and 
he's wrong or vice versa. And it's a, and my mother always, no matter what, takes my brother's side. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, a couple of years ago, um, Thanksgiving has always been a big part of our family. Uh, we immigrated early November in 92, and ever since then, Thanksgiving was the first holiday we celebrated here, and it was always, always the biggest holiday in our family. So a couple of years ago, when I started dating my boyfriend, um, we decided to go to New Jersey to visit my family and spend some time with my mom and my brother and, you know, have everybody meet each other. And my brother originally said, yeah, absolutely, you guys will spend Thanksgiving there, like at mother's house, and then we'll go to New York. He lives in New York. We'll go to New York. We'll hang out there for a couple of days. So we made all these elaborate plans, and then at the last moment he decides that he's going to go on vacation to Colombia for Thanksgiving. So here I am dragging my family halfway across the country, and he's like, oh, forget it. And my mother took his side. (laughs) So she thought that this was appropriate, and um, which kind of resulted in I'm not going there for holidays anymore. If they want to have holidays with me, they're going to have to come here. Um, but it took me a long time to get to the point that I am going to consciously avoid the conflict I don't need to have um, because I have enough stress in my life. Um, three years ago, me would continue going and um, continue with this conflict and attempt to fight this and attempt to prove that I'm right and you're wrong and um, now I just constantly choose not to, consciously choose not to because why? Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're so looking but, back through your past and Jules, what skills have surfaced through all of this that have helped you be a successful business owner? Um, people observation skills. I'm I'm very I'm very good at picking out the people who I want to be around. Um, but I'm and I'm also very good at cutting people out that um, did me wrong, for the lack of a better expression. Um, do you find yourself quick to do that, or do you? work through things and then ultimately decide that that person's probably not a good fit for your life? It depends on the situation. Okay. It really depends on the situation and depends on what the person does. Um, most of I, I learned that a lot of my decisions are being done on the emotional level, um, and then I kind of figure out why those emotions um, occurred. Um I am a firm believer in the sixth sense. Um, There is a book called um, The Gift of Fear, and the author talks about um, how how you have that sixth sense, and he he brings up a lot of situations um, regarding crime, like somebody was raped and that woman knew that something was going to happen, but she disregarded that. Um, and so the the basic concept of that book, is, what it boils down to is that our subconscious mind processes things a lot faster than our conscious mind. And so mm-hmm. when we have, when we notice those little things, our subconscious mind processes them very, very quickly. And that's where we get our sixth sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, 
a firm believer of that. And after I read that book, I kind of tried to be a lot more in touch with them. And so as an for attorney, example, that's a really good thing to have as a skill because a lot of attorneys are coming at things from a much more logical place. So that's a skill then that has helped you be better at your profession. Um, sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so any other thoughts that surface that have helped you create momentum and alignment with your long-term vision that you were able to connect your past to? Um, well, immigration forced me to um, be alone a lot, but it also forced me to um, appreciate the people who are in my life and um, appreciate the people who help me along the way and who find who helped me find confidence that there are things that I can do. I had a boss when I was in high school. I worked for an attorney just doing filing, and he firmly believed that I can do whatever it is that I want to do. And before him, I don't think there was anybody who would do that. So um, appreciating the people who have gone out of their way to make sure that I believe in myself rather than completely ignoring any of my skills. I mean, that was the important part that I learned. Perfect. All right. So basically with the wind at our back, right, I really want to, I guess, inspire you to embrace the notion that your past is pushing you forward and your future is pulling you forward and it's all in alignment with your vision and that way energetically you can kind of get into the flow of living so with that now that we've dissected the past I do want to bring us back to the present moment so we can really make sure that this call is going to help you here and now so though it's opened up and exposed you to some of the things that have happened in the past and helped you see some ways in which you can connect the dots. I do want you to now get into the present moment and really observe what's going on in your life and just let's celebrate some wins. Um, So I'm just going to go around the room and give each of you an opportunity to celebrate a couple of wins that you have experienced since the last call. So with that, Sarah, I'm going to start with you. Huh? I was just thinking, oh, no, she told me to write them down, and I didn't. Um, okay, do you want me to go on to someone else? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Char, can I have you share some wins? Um, yes, but not yet. I need about four minutes because <laughs> I just have a client that just showed up. So give me just a second. Oh, second. okay. Whoops. Moving on. Jolena. Oh, crap. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you guys Sorry. are funny. Can we start with obstacles? Can you come up with those faster? (laughs) I can do that, yeah. I'm doing better with um, not overthinking things before I do them or over planning before I do them. Um, My process is still a little choppy. One of my, um, oh, one of my um, no matter what was to really start being committed to following my process, and it's off and on. I haven't quite gotten gotten it down to a habit, but it's better. Um, 
And as far as health goes, I've been more proactive in doing the things that I have to do to try to be lead by example for my boys and just to be going on walks and things like that. So, no, I think um, just being accountable has been been able to help me um, be a little bit better with my um, no matter what, and hopefully they won't be um, challenging for a while. But. And and she's loving making her damn calls. I love it. I'm not right. Hey, by the way, I did 12 today. <laughs> oh, good. Seven appointments out of 12 calls. I'll take it. But um, the other thing is um, I – I am. I rounded up another really big case, which is for me is a big deal because I, there's not a lot of those I can say I've done on my own. I've gotten help from senior agents usually, so that's really motivating for me. So that's that is super exciting. I didn't know that. <laughs> Yay! We got to celebrate that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's time. I'm back. All right. Do you want to okay. go up next? Yeah. Yeah. Now, what are we doing? We're connecting with the, the future or where we see this going or what was the question? No, nope, we're just simply in the present moment and celebrating whatever you, know what? you have had for wins since our yeah. last call. The law of attraction and the momentum of, you know, I, I it goes back to that be, do, have equation. And as you move closer and closer to the number that I think that the number being the perfect balance when you are truly being who you are meant to be, and you're doing the things that you're truly meant to do, then you get to have the things you were meant to have. And the closer you get to balancing and figuring that out, the easier life gets. And, mm-hmm. and, and the, mo- the momentum that it picks up is just astronomical. Duels has been in my life um, for over five, six years. And just in the last two years, I mean, I feel all the pieces coming together on who I am what I'm doing with it and, and where I'm going. And then, you know, just kind of throwing it out there in the universe. I want to do motivational speaking. I want to do coaching. And it's coming. Those opportunities are starting mm-hmm. to present themselves. So it is, um, I don't even want to say it's magical because I believe it is the way it was meant to be. That is the way it was. it's supposed to be all along. We just get in our own way. And, Char, I had a conversation with a gal. I used to coach for Reese and Nichols and anyway so I hadn't talked to Karen for years called her today because I'm doing that workshop down there and most of their agents have moved and went to better homes and gardens yes and I didn't even know they had a real estate arm anyway that's a whole other type of conversation she said that she's going to get us in to do stuff down there so we'll see how this all unfolds but I'm just planting the seed I'm trying yes. not to get too excited because obviously there's other steps that need to be taken in order to make it a reality. But I do want to let you know, yeah, things are moving in Kansas City a lot faster than I had anticipated. I forgot all the people I knew down there. <laughs> anyway. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So, this, is, this is Amy. I just joined, and I got in on the last part of your conversation about Kansas City. Um, did the date change from March 31st to April 2nd? Yes. Yes, and oh, so, okay. yeah, we have to, I know, and I don't know if you can make it or not, but I couldn't get the boardroom on the 31st, so I had to change it. Um, okay. But anyway, well, Amy, I want to give you the opportunity. We were going through initially and just sharing from a high-level perspective what it is that surfaced from doing what we're calling life work, 
thanks to Shara, which I love. So instead of calling it homework, we're calling it life work because it has a better ring to it, we film, and it better explains what we're doing. So I'm going to give the floor to you to give a high-level overview of what surfaced by doing that activity. Well, yeah, it'll be super high-level because I'm actually not even done yet because I worked on this, you guys, like all evening yesterday. I stayed up. I normally go to bed at 9.30. I stayed up until like 12.30 because I was just so like, I don't even know how to describe it, but like all this stuff started flowing through and I was just so, I don't even know how to describe it, just surprised at stuff that I hadn't thought about in years and years and years and how it's so many things back then were connected and I didn't even know it and it's so connected to stuff that's happening now and I know that this isn't therapy but it kind of felt therapeutic and so what I started out doing before I went to all the questions that you had given us on the guide is I just started I went I literally started with the first thing I can remember which I think I was like four years old and I just started writing. And that helped me to kind of answer some of the questions. But I guess my takeaway was I need, to, I need to spend another couple of hours on this exercise because I think it will lead me to some action items that I need to take in terms of some challenges that I'm having at my company. And so it's just strange how stuff that happened 20 years ago could connect me to some solutions for today. But So it's a work in progress. Uh, hopefully I'll have a better update to share, but I, I was just That's kind a of fabulous a update. <laughs> That's so, a fabulous yeah. update. Okay, so and then wins. So now we're back to present moment. We're going around the room and just sharing wins. So what are some wins from our last call that you have experienced? So um, – the big win for me, and this has kind of been my big picture thing that I've been working on in the one-on-one -on -one calls and then also um, connecting what we do in our group calls um, to my five areas, um, the, I forget what you call them, the must, the must have. The no matter the, what. The no matter what, yes, the no matter yeah. what. So. And on my no matter what, they're, all my no matter what's are kind of central, centered around these, like, five areas. And the biggest news that I have is, you know, Tiffany, I've been working on my health because I feel like that kind of connects all my no matter what. And um, I just got my latest lab work. All of my labs are, like, phenomenal. Like, my arthritis is in check. And I'm down 13 pounds from the beginning of the year, and I gained four pounds of muscle, um, like, my health is in just such amazing shape compared to what it was, like, three months ago, six months ago, so it's really kind of given me some momentum to work on my other, no matter what, so I, I just kind of feel pretty pumped up right now. Oh, my God, I wish I could give you a hug and, like, jump around in the circle and celebrate with you right now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is so exciting because I know that's been such a focus for you. Anyway, and um, with that, 
I'm going to turn the call back over to whoever wants to go next sharing wins. Jules, do you want to go next? Sure, yeah. Um, well, um, as you and I discussed in the one-on-one call, um, I started eliminating a lot of wasteful spending that I have in the in the firm. And so when I started like started identifying a lot of money leaks and eliminating them slowly but surely, um, and you know once I started analyzing those numbers, it's kind of it was surprising to see where the money leaks are, and you know, um, and I had another win I had in my mind. Well. Oh, um, and I'm I'm in search for a partner, and I've eliminated a couple of more people, which is at this point, um, the more I get to know people, the more I realize uh, what the qu- qualities of my future partner should be. Um, yeah. And so with every person that I eliminate, I kind of mark down the what should and shouldn't be there. If yeah, that makes you have sense. more and more clarity. That's actually... A- piece of the puzzle that helps tremendously because as your vision begins, right, it's pretty big. And as you have life experiences, you're able to zero in with a lot more focus on exactly what it is you're looking for. So that's awesome that you've realized that. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Thank you. All right. And then, Char, you want to go? Uh, I still can't think of anything. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, uh, no, but I do have a question about something that Char said. Okay. So, I'm here. I just couldn't figure out how to get my phone off mute. Oh. <laughs> um, so you said, and this is philosophical sort of, you said when things are going well, it's because you're on the right path. So is it, how do you decide if things are going not well? that it's because you're on the wrong path and not because you're supposed to just be pushing through. Are you asking that of me? Huh? Are you asking that of me? Well, oh, yeah, yeah kind of because you're the one that brought it up. <laughs> yeah. I've always yeah, thought no, that too, I, but I'm I, I don't, Yeah, I don't think that it's ever being on the wrong path or the, the, the right path. It's just different than maybe what I initially intended. And so then it's just appreciating the journey that I'm going to see the view a little bit different than I thought. You know, I might have started in Maine with the hopes of going down to Florida and it would be all coastal, but appreciating when I end up in Colorado that, you know, life's teaching me something. Look around. Who's here? Who can I help? And, you know, um, so I don't know if it's ever that I, and and that's not uh, something I had understood to the level I do now before the last two years. Well, and this is Amy, and I kind of think that, because I ask myself that question quite a bit, and um, things for me just seem to happen randomly. Like, today something happened that made me think, oh, my gosh, wow, I am on the right path. I mean, I may not have a GPS, but at least I have a compass, and so I kind of know that I'm going in the right direction, even though... I don't have turn-by-turn directions right now. And so I just get, it's not an everyday reminder, but every so often it seems to be like at just the right time I get an aha 
yes, I am on the right path. And so I don't ever feel like I'm on the wrong path, but sometimes I get discouraged and those little reminders help me to realize that, yes, I am on the right path. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's kind of yep, how I Yes, it totally feel. makes sense. Totally. And something else someone told me a long time ago, your next step is right in front of you. And as long as you keep moving, you're on the right path because you're going to be able to continue to expand your understanding of what it is that you want with a lot more clarity after you've had the polar opposite of what you don't want. Okay. And I don't know if that's helpful for you, um, but that helps me. <laughs> and sometimes things start to build momentum and you can't even get off the path. I'm going to be really honest. Well, that's always a good thing, I think. Yeah, that is a good thing. Because, like, the conference, I'm going to be dead honest with you, Sarah. I did not want to have that conference. The whole month of December, I was kicking and screaming and thinking, what the hell was I thinking? (laughs) Because it was so much bigger than what I had anticipated for the amount of planning and all the energy and effort that it took to get that sucker put together. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. But if you would have asked me in December you know, how I felt about it, I would have told you that it was ass night. It was the most ridiculous thing I've ever, ever contemplated doing ever in my entire life. Anyway, okay, okay. so wins. Uh, Shard, did you want to share some wins real quick? The only thing I can think of is that I actually paid a check online today with Bill Pay, and to me that's a win. <laughs> so well, there Sarah, you go, there's my win. <laughs> I love it. That's that's perfect, Sarah. And then It was I, for you, by the way. <laughs> Oh, you're so cute. And Char, <laughs> how about you? What wins have you experienced? Miss Char? Did I lose her? Okay. She might have, been, right, she might have got stuck on mute. That's all right. Okay, so we are at the buzzer here. So what I want you guys to do at this point is just um, go around the room real quick and share the one takeaway that, made it worth your time to be here today. And before we do that, I want to let you know that your month three life work is in the folder underneath Google Docs. And what it is is that there are questions that I want you guys to send to five to ten people. And I know that's kind of a high number, so if you don't want to send to five people, you can send it to two people. Obviously, the intent is to get as many people as you possibly can provide feedback to you as to what they see in you versus what you see in yourself. Because more often than not, there's a lot more that people see in you than you see in yourself. And that's what I want you guys to start to realize is that, wow, there are a lot of things that I'm doing for other people on a regular basis that I don't even realize I'm having the kind of impact that I'm having. And it's very insightful to have that information and and when you're having your goals right those days where you're not feeling your best getting those back out and looking at them and reminding yourself that wow I'm doing myself a disservice and someone else a disservice by not picking up the phone and making a contact so we can expand life together and be deliberate creators together out in the world because it's so much more fun doing that than it is to be stuck in your shell and and not willing to share what is your purpose. Your purpose is to serve life wherever you're at. And that's truly my belief. And from there, your purpose becomes more and more clear. 
and then you can be much more intentional about what you focus on as you create momentum. So I'm going to stop there, and then we're going to go around the room real quick and share what your takeaways are. If anyone has to drop off right at 5.30, go ahead and step in and go first. I, oh, I actually have to leave, but um, I guess somebody's sitting here waiting for me. <laughs> okay. So um, I learned I didn't know anything about any of the other people in this group except for you, so it was interesting to me to learn. Um, about my co-whatevers, co-workers, co-people. Co-group. <laughs> Co-group, yeah. So nice <laughs> to meet you guys. Oh, I love it. All right, thank you, Sarah. And I'm going to leave. I will talk to you soon. I have a couple questions for you, so I'm going to email you, okay? Okay, that sounds good. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Who's next? I'll go. Jolina. Um, my takeaways were um, just basically in listening to the group is that we do have a lot more control over our outcome than we sometimes realize, me really especially. But um, also, again, just to reiterate what she had said, it's just nice to kind of get to know everybody a little bit better. I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. But um, just a takeaway is that I have I have more control over what really is going on when it comes to my goals and my vision, and I just have to implement and follow through. So. Perfect. Thank you, Jolena. All right. I got to go. Everybody have fun. Bye, Jolena. Bye. All right. Who's next? Well, I don't have – I can go. I don't have um, a very profound takeaway other than we all have – kind of similar paths we all didn't didn't have the nicest childhoods and that kind of stems that's where our problems stem from mm-hmm. so maybe mm-hmm. we need to revisit that more often mm-hmm. rather than ignoring it and continue to heal that right that's actually a, a really profound takeaway because <laughs> if you continue to do that I'm telling you, you'll um, see huge dividends. So thank you so much, Jules, for sharing that. All right, and then I don't know, is Char on by chance? No, I think we lost her. All right, and then Amy? Yes, um, I didn't get to hear everyone's stories, but um, my takeaway is that, one, I... I'm committed to spending a little bit more time on this project since I didn't get as far as I wanted to. And two, um, I am thinking about, um, I don't know what you would call it, but I am not really on good terms. I'm not, I wouldn't say not on good terms, but I'm just not on any terms with my parents or siblings and haven't been for years. It's just been kind of a way of life for me. And through this exercise, I've decided to revisit whether or not I want to make a change to that part of my life. And so that, for me, is like, I know wow. you all don't know me very well, but that's a huge, huge thing for me because I never really thought that I needed that part of my life anymore. And so I just, like, my just number one takeaway is I need to stay, stay with this mind mapping until I can see it through because I think it's going to create some big positive change for me that I really, honestly, when Tiffany brought this up to us as a project, I kind of didn't really get it, obviously, until I got into it and realized that, wow, this could be big for me. So that's my takeaway. 
All right, ladies. So we'll um, connect again uh, via the conference call line in a month, and I'm hoping to get something on the calendar from a social perspective. And Amy, I know you're in Kansas City, but I'd love to invite you to drive up. I'd like to do it on some Saturday morning where we can just go grab breakfast, maybe like around 10 or 11. That way, if you wanted to come up, Amy, you could. Or if you wanted to stay with me on a Friday night, my house is open, of course. Um, So I'm really hoping to create a community where we're all able to better get to know each other in person and ultimately not just know each other via this conference call, but also socially and maybe even sending referrals back and forth if it naturally surfaces like that. I think that would be a really good thing for all of our businesses as well. So with that, I'm going to wrap it up and send you guys out into the world. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules for being here tonight with all of us. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.